what's up guys welcome to painting the roses red podcast this is the first episode celebrating the seventh year of red roses i am aj rafael and i'm here with the original people who made it happen insane uh, who made red roses happen so we'll just go down the line jesse my name is jesse barrera i was the producer of the red roses album i also played a little guitar yes um some bass maybe not actually that was noah um, <laughs> some other things. It's like a template for all the stuff. It pretty all much the albums that he's done. He's like, much I've, I've done a little bit of everything. I pretty much did. No. Uh, yeah, just some guitar and the production. And here with us in studio, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Danny Morledge. I played drums on Red Roses. And uh, joining us from Nashville via Google Hangouts. What's going on? My name is Noah Bartfield. I played bass on the record. Red Rose and a little bit of background vocals ukulele. for the biggest little, song. Little we could ukulele, have little ukulele, <laughs> little ukulele. Fact, ukulele. <laughs> I'm basically a ukulele player <laughs> <laughs> because of that song. Uh, and that all song. the way from the Bay, uh, repping the Golden State Warriors. I'm not repping. Uh, this isn't our basketball podcast. I'm not repping them today. Just you, do you're it. You're right. Is Mr. Andrew up there? Good dubs. How's it going, guys? My name is Andrew Rim, and. Uh, I played some of the guitars on the record. Jesse played some of them, but some of the guitar yeah. is me. Yes. <laughs> and that that guitar is really good. Um, <laughs> played very well. The good parts are Jesse. <laughs> Obviously, we all spent a lot of lot of time together back in especially 2011. Uh, it's been 7 years since then. So, maybe we could just do like a really quick recap of like what, what? we're doing now yeah. and where we're at and yeah. you know jesse just moved to la from san diego yeah. and which I is know where we recorded digs. the album so jesse you want to yeah update so it? um it's been a long time since we did that record did a bunch of records been producing for about seven years uh just moved to la a month ago and it's been Ooh. good yeah just lots and lots of music awesome <laughs> awesome jesse Sounds good, uh jesse. danny danny Morledge, and you live in glendale now yep I'm in Glendale now, just been playing and teaching music full-time. Um, I teach at a couple different music schools, and um, yeah, just thankful to be working and staying busy. Yeah, man. And where, and where were you living when yeah. you were in… Um, Azusa, I think. Azusa, yeah. right? A uh, long time ago, yeah. When Most, we more recently, I was in Fullerton for a couple years, but then I've been in Glendale for a couple years now, yeah. Sweet. Time um, flies. It's time crazy. flies, man. Yeah. We spent a lot, a lot of time together. Seven years, yeah. man. Um, Noah just moved a couple years ago now to yeah. Nashville. Yeah, I moved about three years ago to Nashville from L.A. And uh, yeah, That's I crazy. just have my own band called The Hughes. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It doesn't it's feel crazy. that long. I know. It's wild. Although it's been seven years probably since I've talked to you, Andrew. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's uh, not true. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's half true. It's half true, actually. No, uh, no, no, no. Uh, but yeah, no, I just have my own band called The Hughes now and... Enjoying Nashville? Yeah, that's awesome, about it. Man. Wait, and you have a new edition. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's two new editions, really, since the last yeah. that's seven right. years. Cause you're... That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm married, and I have a 10-day-old son named Elliot, who is adorable. And he's doing great now, being quiet. He's not crying at all. Oh he's in the goodness. other room. And oh, my gosh. Good boy. He's a real sport. Boy, yeah. Elliot. Yeah. Oh, so proud of you, man. This is crazy. Yeah. You have a human. Yeah, um, I have a human. <laughs> and of course, Andrew in the Bay, who's been in the Bay, uh, who won't move down to LA. Won't move down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> At some, some point, I will move down, maybe. I'm open to it. But yeah, I live in Oakland. I've uh, been working out here. I teach a music class for like special needs kids when I'm not traveling oh. occasionally with AJ. And then doing a bunch of random music projects. AJ and I do an NBA podcast called The Flop. 
And yeah, and I've been working on music on the side. Jesse, I'm going to probably need to talk to you yes. in the summer at some point. I would love for you to come here and engineer and collaborate. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Okay, so June 7th is the actual release date of Red Roses, but obviously the idea and the conception of the album happened before then. Right. And in my mind, I remember wanting to make an album, but not starting till maybe November of the year prior. Or was it amazing before? memory? I'm pretty sure it was. So asking Jesse to produce this album. Do you remember what that was like? Because I don't. I don't remember that. I don't. I don't remember when you asked me, like officially. Yeah. I know we had been doing like a ton of shows together and we had written She Was Mine and that being like kind of the spark to mm-hmm. our relationship and friendship as as writers. Mm-hmm. So I knew we had a solid chemistry together and I knew that I wanted to produce something for you. I had just started producing. I had done like maybe three or four records. I I did like Ryan's on an inbox. I had done Love and Technicolor. I did Melissa's, I think, before yours. But I was kind of just getting better at the time. And like always, I was hounding AJ to just get in the studio. I'm like to this day. To this day. To this day. Like literally, <laughs> like once a month, I'm always just like, hey, man, when you come back, we got to work on some new stuff. And AJ's always like, yeah, yeah, soon, dude. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, but it was like that before Red Roses. I do remember just wanting to do something with you. Yeah. And so with the band, I am not sure how the timeline goes, but playing with you guys a lot, because I know that we arranged a lot of that stuff kind of outside the studio, but right. most of it ended up being inside the studio. Um, right. But do you guys remember playing shows like playing like Starlet Nights and things like that before the, the album? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I remember doing, I think, most of the songs before the album, maybe half the songs before. I'm looking at a list of the songs, songs right now. Yeah. Help mm-hmm. me. <laughs> I need, to, I need to see a list too, Yeah, actually. Just because, you know, it's been seven years. Uh, but I definitely remember, yeah. I mean, I think, so it came out June 2011. So I, I moved to LA in 2010 in the fall. So it was pretty soon after then. So before then, we were mostly just like flying back and forth. Everybody was flying for shows. <laughs> yeah. And then like practicing one day before. So there wasn't like a lot of arranging done before, uh, you know, at least 2011. I don't know. We did we did a couple weeks of pre-production, I think, before the album anyway, just to arrange, as I remember. I don't know. It's been a while, <laughs> but that's how I remember it. Yeah. I have a story. Go okay. ahead, Andrew. Go ahead, yeah, Andrew. please. Andrew. Oh, I remember those years. Me and Noah were still students at Berkeley, and we were flying from Boston a bunch. My fondest memories, uh, AJ loves April Fool's, and he we had like a gig the weekend after April Fool's Day, and he called or texted all of us like, hey, guys, so sorry, show's canceled. And I got this like very concerned voicemail from Noah. He's like, hey, Andrew, like, did you get that crazy message? Do you know what that's about? Um, anyway, hope you're doing good. But Noah was in on it. <laughs> no, he wasn't in on it. I was not in on it. I don't think he was <laughs> I was definitely it. not in on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to give some kind of context, I went to Berkeley College of Music in Boston. Uh, the same time that Andrew and Noah actually went as well. I met Andrew at a songwriting camp beforehand, the summer before, um, but we met up during school again. So I already had a friendship with him, but I met Noah in a couple classes that we were together. We had like three classes together, Noah. I don't yeah. Know. Well, it started out as three and then it turned into two, I think. <laughs> after, <laughs> after you dropped out of one. <laughs> So I dropped out of uh, <laughs> Which one did I drop out at your training? Was, your training four, 
That was a tough one. Dude. Rosie. Oh, my God. Hardest was, class ever. With that Rosie. Uh, that was the hardest class I took. That was tough. Okay, so, yeah, okay. obviously, I knew Andrew already. I had asked him if he wanted to play for my band. I had asked Noah as well, just from knowing him from the classic rock band that we were in with Ken Zambello. <laughs> yeah, Ken Zambello, yeah. <laughs> and I, I also met TJ Brown, who's also on the record. Oh, nice. Um, in that same class, we were in a classic rock. We were playing some okay. That's amazing. Crazy Is stuff. TJ going to be on one of the He's episodes? Be on the That'd podcast. be great. Oh, nice. And then we had a drummer named Shori Taknoshita and um, she was East Coast based and we, we did record three songs together mm. at some place in Chino Hills. Y'all remember that? Oh yeah. We had swine flu. Jesse, it's where Thrice recorded Identity Crisis. Nice. It sounds like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love that record though. That was a fun little three track EP. Yeah. I was I definitely had, was jealous that I it didn't was do that. yeah back in the pop punk days so we recorded that and I was looking for a new drummer and I remember a lot of friends had recommended Danny Morledge um, mm. to play and he was just playing percussion I think for a show at La Sierra oh for a show at Back of the Grind Back to the Grind you remember those yeah, days? Oh, it's yeah. Grind. It's, it's a grind it's a grind and you guys remember that Jeepney Asian Grill like yeah. open mic nights nice. kind of thing yes exactly yeah. Filipino um, hangouts yeah. what's the tall big <laughs> Filipino guy. Uh, Dalen. Dalen. Dalen and the Fuss. So I had asked Danny to be a part of my band. And I remember our friend Brian Keith was a big monumental part of that and trying to make that happen for me. So yeah, and then the timing was right, I think, that we did play a couple shows together, obviously, and more so me, Noah, and Andrew. Uh, But bringing Danny in the studio, that was perfect because we needed a drummer. Right. So that's what I think was the beginning of... That era. That era. Of the band. Of the band. Right. And that was like 2010? Yeah. Like early 2010 I, I think the first time me and you met was in New Jersey at Shirt the Kids. Oh, yeah. Was it? Um, yeah. Or was it at um, FAP San Diego? Oh, that's right. But it was very like in passing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like playing at the same show kind right. of thing. Right. Yeah. So how soon after our meeting did we go into Red Roses? Do you remember? Does anyone remember what month that started? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't remember um, when the house recording started. I don't. I think it was like I think it was like the fall winter or late fall. Yeah, like November or December. 2010, right? 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah like That's November. what I remember. So yeah. mm-hmm. we did end up setting up my house because back in the day, uh, my mom worked nights and I always had to have someone like taking care of my little sister. Yeah. And she was really young at the time. Yeah, She's yeah. 19 now. College. Dang, she was like 12, dude. <laughs> She's Damn. 19. Damn. And <laughs> it's crazy because I convinced Jesse to bring all his stuff up. I right. remember we picked him up in a truck. That's right, yes. Yeah, so and we I... brought stuff up and Noah and Andrew and Danny would just stay at my plate. Like, yep. just slumber party every single freaking day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this is when you were moving too. I think I remember you yeah, were we were moving mm-hmm. out of the house. To so, Riverside, right? That's um, right. Jesse set up the drums uh, downstairs in the living room. And I remember one night we were playing and Justine's like sleeping in the piano case. In the case. piano case, yeah. Wait, what? Oh, what? Yeah. One of my fondest yeah. memories was I actually… Did you remember a bed? <laughs> Yo, I remember the first day though when we brought up my entire studio, we had set everything up, but I had forgotten like all the files on my computer <laughs> at home. And I think Arby was like, Oh dude, we could just do a screen share and have someone at your yes. house send over the files. And or Gracie something. did it. And Gracie did it. Yeah. And this yeah. is before like 
technology was we had like this is before an easy drag and drop yeah it was like drop jesse had or, to yeah. go inside <laughs> and screen share stuff yeah yeah wild um Whoa. so we recorded here all alone part three there we also recorded mess we've made a full band version that has yeah. never been released or heard before right. um if you guys remember that um and i think a little bit of starlit nights before we got back into yeah mm. we cut we at least cut the drums mm-hmm. And the bass. And the bass too? Yeah. yeah. Or at least I we remember do have videos. I remember recording that upstairs in that bedroom. And I remember mm-hmm. being so frustrated because something wasn't quite lining up and you were getting so mad at me, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just remember you and I like about like one note in that song. We were having some No way. Yeah, I just remember like yeah. he's been holding this grudge for seven years. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Just tribulated. He like just, brings it up like. Seven I just remember years getting later. frustrated like, with myself. I don't remember then, that at yeah. all. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I feel you. That. I yeah. have memories of like little thing because Jesse's obviously in the studio all the time and yeah. in the same setting. I think right. same setting. so. It's like yeah. your memories probably jumble, but I have little things like that too. Yeah, I'll probably bring up way we'll later. Bring that up. Yeah, I do. I do remember just one bits of anger. I do uh, little bits of anger. Of what about you, Danny? Do you have we any of those memories? We definitely have a good memory cutting drums at the old place. It was we a won't good go time. too into I detail, slept, but I remember sleeping in uh, the master closet on an air mattress, the master bedroom <laughs> closet, because yes. all the furniture was out and it was just an empty house. Yeah. Let's just yeah. say it was really late or early in the morning, and we were really tired, and we were trying to cut a song on the <laughs> drums, and it was really tough. Like tracking in the middle of the night. Are you talking about the boss man situation, Jesse? The boss man situation? Boss man? Isn't that what happened? Didn't Danny Did I say oh, that? Oh, I think Danny called me. I, I said oh, boss, boss man. Or something. Yeah, I think it was like he was like, "All right, boss man." <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> and yo, I when, don't remember. Yo, that. man, when you're in, you dude, when you are in the other. studio, if you, guys, if you guys are musicians and, and you guys are in and haven't been in the studio. Tempers I remember. definitely flare. That was yeah. a great night. We were so tired. That was great. It was <laughs> we great for so tired. It was great for Andrew and I. <laughs> oh Because <laughs> we weren't involved Andrew, in that. Yeah, because I think you guys were just no, like chilling. You, they were in a separate room, I think. Yeah. And me and you were in a room, and then Danny was downstairs or something. That's right. Me and mm. you were together. Yeah. For sure. Or you guys were sitting in stools behind us or something. And I remember you guys just toughing it out. And I think Andrew must have had a flight the next morning or something because yeah. he was up like. Yeah, I remember leaving the next day. Yeah, for sure. And it was for gosh, sure like just, 4 a.m. I remember you guys, I think, telling me about it later. We've all had frustrating moments oh, with yeah. each other. But like, oh, yeah. you guys tell oh, me yeah. about like, yo, that was awkward. Because that might have been one of the first ones that we had, maybe. Yeah. First. Um, just like, like, you know, frustrating moments our, in the our, studio. Right, right. Yeah, when, it was great. Yeah, it's all great. It's all great. Cutting anything for longer than two hours, it gets really frustrating. No, you know what? Yeah. I think that has been a big thing of, of thinking back of this era of my life uh, mm. with the band and stuff is, is I think we all really cared like for the music and we knew it was kind of a big deal. Right. I mean, other than some of the records that you've done, you know, with Melissa and your, yours, you Absolutely, know, yeah. I think this was one of the first like real full length albums that like people in at least our community yeah. were like waiting to hear. Absolutely. And I remember when like Emma Watson finally came out as a preview, mm-hmm. like you got people like Lee J, Jeremy Passion, yeah. Dave Bondock, all they're all like, yo, Jesse, this sounds amazing. You right. know what I mean? So right. like, I think all of us had that in the back of our minds. We wanted it to be perfect. And there was a little bit of more pressure. Right. And I think we all cared about like each other a lot. We were spending a ton of time together. Right. You know, there was like a real kind of brotherhood there where it was yeah. like, even if we got in one fight or two, it's not like mm-hmm. it was over. We're going to stick through it because. Right. It just meant that we cared for each other. Yeah. That much. At the end yeah. of the day, that's, that's yeah. all that to say that. Yeah. And it was also earlier days of just like learning each other's like work style mm-hmm. and like learning how to work together. And Absolutely. yeah, that process. Anything to stuff. say about that, Andrew and Noah? 
I mean, for me, I've played with in bands before, but this is at the time like the first long-term serious touring and making records like band uh that I've been a part of and I think learning that dynamic was super awesome and important. Uh yeah, I loved it. I loved like just flying and traveling and sleeping wherever, making a record, and all of that was and I got to learn it with you guys and you guys were the best to do it with. So, that was sweet. For sure, man. Definitely. What about you, Noah? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to echo everything else, but uh yeah, I definitely feel like doing a house house recordings in general are great and this was the first really one that I think I was a part of and being locked in a place with four other dudes for a month or two is like a great experience and a crazy one. And you, we all feel like we're going crazy, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, definitely one of my first experiences doing that as well. But also, which brings me to our next thing is that <laughs> when we were recording in, in San Diego, yeah. we were spending a lot of time together, uh, specifically me, Noah, Danny, and Jesse, and we'd go out to eat all the time because Andrew was... Um, yeah, I was fighting with the band at the time, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was still in school. That's like uh, He kidding. was still in school, and we flew him out for literally two to three days. And I remember... I Jesse was not happy about this. Huh? I wasn't? No. No, Jesse was like... I was mad that you were going to be there for one day. I mean, I think I was there a total of like 36 hours. Yeah. It was a scheduling thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that I definitely had to play more guitar than I had intended, for sure. To this day, I mean, obviously there are some things I remember definitely tracking. I think the parts... Or the parts that I like specifically wrote the uh-huh. guitar moments for sure, but I have no idea what I played and Jesse played. Sometimes, right? Yeah, I definitely know you played all of Red Roses. Red Roses all of for Red sure. Roses. I think yeah, the the leads in without you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and also the intro Nights, here tonight. Yeah. I remember. Did you play acoustic on We Could Happen? He played the acoustic on We Could Happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I freaking played 500 Days acoustic. I was so pissed so about that. So let's talk about that. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I I made AJ cry in the studio. Uh, a lot no, of people don't know this story. I was, but. <laughs> I had to play 500 Days because you weren't there. Oh right, and um, it yeah. was frustrating. It was frustrating because like it's a very intricate, picky acoustic arrangement. Right, right, right. I guess for the feel that we wrote it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For people who are musicians too, recording acoustic guitar is frustrating the and really it hard. So it's hard. just like yeah. it's just hard to make it sound not bad. Honestly, it just every <laughs> like because if you mess up a little thing, you just can't go into an acoustic and edit it like other instruments. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because right. based on so, where the guitar yeah. is or where you're sitting yeah, and the mic is, everything's hard. it's really weird. It's an emotional yeah, and instrument. Going in and punching stuff is like oh yeah. It's gonna sound different. Yeah. Yep, you know tough. what I mean? So mm-hmm. I had to get a lot of things. So uh yeah, I cried a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you were a little bit. It was like a mad cry. It was like a freaking name, man. I can't get this. Yeah. Well, Andrew, Andrew, to be fair, you wouldn't know because you weren't there for that. So. <laughs> oh. Is that <laughs> a jab? Is that what no, that was supposed to be? No, that for jab. sure was a jab. <laughs> you know, Noah with does a Noah, little more With Noah's things. handsome I know, smirk, I, you, know. yeah, you weren't there. I, you know, I'm a father now. <laughs> I'm a father now. I can't. I think <laughs> I did play acoustic for We Could Happen. Did I record We Could Happen, the acoustic, at the house? You did that at, yeah, my mom's place. Yeah, no. Yeah, I remember that. But I wasn't sure if that's the one that ended up on the record. For sure, because I remember there's a a video at um, my first studio where we're cutting the even the group vocals. I I found it. And Michael and Carissa were there. Yeah, yeah, that's the We Could Happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the We Could Happen group vocal. But But maybe the acoustic was No, I think acoustic was at the mobile house, right, Andrew? Oh. Yeah, I remember. I remember recording it. I think it was in, in your bedroom. Yeah. 
Yeah, or Jasmine's bedroom. It was in Jasmine's bedroom. Oh, maybe bedroom. it was Jasmine's bedroom. Okay, so also I want to take it back to We Could Happen too because Danny, you played the tambo on that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking, I was like, there's actually maybe in like half of the group vocals. <laughs> and you were in group vocals. Like half, the groups too. half <laughs> of the, the songs on the album are like band and the rest are like acoustic, kind of acoustic, like yeah. just piano. Yeah, you know? she was mine. Um, but, was pretty much piano. But We Could Happen actually. So I wrote this song. Me and Noah did a video to it at my house with the iPod Nanos, the, the most random video. Yeah. And the intro wasn't there yet. Mm. And originally, when we played it one time randomly at my house, he did it on violin. Oh. Yeah, which was really, really cool. Do you I remember that? But it wasn't. It wasn't. I barely remember okay. that. How very bluegrassy. Yeah. So even though <laughs> the melody, even though I had written that song, the melody, mm. um, Noah just played the intro. And played the dun 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 instead of going down. You know what I'm talking about? So that became just a thing. So that I mean, that's all credited to you, bro. Oh, thank you. To be fair, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I probably was trying to play the melody and I just forgot what it was because I had heard it for like I had heard it like one time. So I was like, well, I'll just play the melody of the song here. Uh, but I'm glad yeah, it. You've I'm definitely glad it said that out, to me. You know? That's like that's <laughs> it worked out perfectly. Uh, yeah, became yeah. a smash. Yeah. Oh, that's also, a real thing, man. Yeah. Andrew confirmed. It. I also uh, had never played ukulele before. I don't think. And for that video, you were like showing me how to play those chords. And you know, yeah. as I said at the beginning, I am now like the ukulele player in your band more than the bass yeah. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Because so. he played it in the music video too, right? Four string. Yeah, did. he did mm-hmm. play it in the music right. video. Wasn't he the star of the video? No, wait, that was another one. I mean, if nah. you just think of the shot where he's pulling the chair, then he's the star. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Is there a video where he's the star? Uh, no. It no? was 500 days and you're thinking it of was, another white guy. It was maybe going to be me. But that didn't work. Oh, okay. Maybe that. Supposed, maybe yeah. that. That was it. Yeah, there were some personal issues there. Yeah. Like <laughs> and there was another white guy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jesse, wow. Uh, Danny, do you have any specific memories about either recording in the mobile house or the SD house? Like mm, specific, like <laughs> like what? <laughs> any, any any fond memories? Anything that any, kind of jumps out? That jumps out of you, like. Well, first of all, what was your experience recording before then? Because I don't know if we… Oh, well, Jesse and I had worked together. The first record we worked on was Melissa's. Yeah. yeah. In San Diego. So we had… Yeah. And then… Yeah. It was just a crazy, wild process. Yeah. Late nights. We were like drinking and getting a little rowdy. (laughs) And uh, I think that had to do with, with some of the tension of like working after being in that state yeah and uh, yeah, right. you are right yeah <laughs> so that just hey, hey man that's, that, this the, is what uh, podcasts are about process. like the fans are gonna get yeah. details True. man yeah they, so that was they need to we can't sugarcoat this we were inebriated but yeah just that was a quick way to find out that that doesn't work in the studio so right. sometimes yeah. yeah for sure i think we had the luxury of just kind of like being a little more, more comfortable in like a comfortable spot you know and we're at home and we're at home <laughs> we're yeah at home. literally at mm-hmm. home and uh it's the first kind of long-term project so but i mean a great record came out of it so yeah, yeah. was moval the only place we did drums did we cut drums anywhere else oh no no, no i remember doing the emma studio. watson uh, and the, then and then we did yeah. red roses mm. and stuff like that right? Yeah, right. yeah both yeah the newer songs Yes. The newer songs. Yeah. Um, cool. So I do want to get some just quick takes real quick from everybody. Cool. Jesse, we'll go with you first. Cool. Favorite song off the album? Yeah. And favorite 
Well, I guess you produced everything. But <laughs> uh, and then favorite song that you worked on, if you remember? Yeah, um, I think my favorite song, as far as songwriting goes, uh, for sure, without you. Like that's been my favorite since like day one, since the day you showed it to me. And I remember you wanting to sell the song to I think um, yeah, it was the group Amir of Mir or something, or something like yeah. that. And I was like, Are you freaking crazy? Like, no way. This yeah. is a smash. Yeah. Um, turned out to be a single. I just knew like when when I was cutting that acoustic guitar for the first time, like it was magic. Yeah. For sure. So yeah. that was probably my favorite song as far as songwriting goes. And um my favorite one to produce, I think, was Red Roses. Because I feel like sonically we took more chances on that one uh, with the bass tone and with the, with the vocal arrangements and stuff like that. Um, I remember me and Noah spent like a good hour and a, uh, maybe two hours on just the bass, the, the fuzz. Oh, I totally on, remember yeah. that. On, on the, the yeah, fuzz, yeah. yeah like on, literally the on tone. The, on the tone of the bass. And um, yeah, just having TJ. Was TJ on that one? Nessa was on that. It was Nessa and Tori. Nessa and Tori, yeah. yeah. And that was super fun doing all the vocals. And I just love how different that record was. Yeah. Um, so that was probably my favorite. Awesome. Yeah. Danny? Hmm, that's tricky. Uh, Here All Alone, part three. We were talking about that a little bit. Wow. Like, that's a deep that was, cut, That bro. was a great one. That's a cut. Um, definitely Emma Watson was a really cool one, the way that it, in terms of like the drum part. Yeah. Like it, it took us a while. Yeah, Jesse and I basically constructed it together back and forth on the spot and just piecing it together what worked and stuff and that's one of the things I've loved about working with Jesse is like he has such a great ear for drums and just like putting everything together so that one was awesome and then uh, Red Rose is a lot of fun too yeah yeah, yeah. So fun. that was yeah. a fun one Noah um, I think yeah I gotta agree with Jesse that Without You is definitely my favorite song to listen I just it's my favorite song songwriting wise uh, on the record, and I think, dang, I don't want to copy Jesse. I'll say, uh, I'll say <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Roses was was a lot of fun, especially because we did spend so much time on the bass tone. And but I think, I mean, We Could Happen was a lot of fun for me specifically to Absolutely. record, just because I, you know, sang the backgrounds and did the little ukulele stuff, and it was different than the rest of them for me. So I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, man, Noah's on that yeah. second chorus, pretty. Oh yeah, yeah, That's remember right. that. Yeah, in vocal, it's huh? like definitely Noah. <laughs> Andrew, what about you, bro? Uh, my favorite song, I'm just on the record, regardless of my input. Um, Mess You Made has always been a song that I really go back to in in our in your catalog. That's a favorite. But recording, I think Red Roses was also as a guitar player my favorite because mm. that I think out of all the songs we tracked, there was I had nothing going in. And you had the drums and the bass and I think the keyboard laid out. So there's already a framework and I mm. I did my part last. And I remember having a lot of fun just kind of fitting the guitar in places that... Yeah, that, like the, that, 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 uh, yeah in the pre-chorus, that was Jesse's idea. I remember that to have something to kind of give it like a more mobile texture. But the second verse of that song, because I'm doing like picking stuff, but there's a walk down in the second verse that I don't do anywhere else in the song. Like little things like that. I really loved uh, 
trying to How figure it out. Wait, so, can you, can you so there's like the dun 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 dun, and then the, normally I go dun 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 dun, but the second verse at the beginning oh. I go dun 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 Okay, mine, I was listening to the album on the way. I actually listened to it one and a half times. That's how long it took to freaking get here from Riverside. Crazy. You might as well live in San Diego, bro. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> for, for AJ's convenience, it doesn't matter. <laughs> right, exactly. So I love the journey because it took us a while to get with um, the album order. But if you are paying attention closely, Here Tonight starts in D and it does a da na 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 Here All Alone 3 does that thing at the end. And it's an E. It's like a full step up. Okay. You know, it's just kind of like a graduation. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you go you one full step up. We graduated e. one step. Yeah, we Whoa. graduated one. Fantastic. Step. But I loved here alone because I think there was a lot more freedom because we knew it wasn't gonna be like a single or whatever. This is also one of my oldest songs at the time, so we're doing kind of crazy stuff there. And if you remember the bass line too, like Noah going doom doo doo doom at the end, uh, oh, just kind of yeah. going off a little bit. Very proggy. And Andrew's kind of doing some Seo Sin stuff. <laughs> you know, and the drums are going ham like a pop punk record. But at the end, you let me do some crazy shit on the piano that was just like so random. And I'm just playing. Like, go in, bro. Just yeah, go win. This is not going to be a single. Just do it, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It felt like I was just like playing like an instrumental at church when they're, when I'm getting right. bored of just playing chords. <laughs> you know? Which is your natural thing though sometimes. Right, yeah. right, right. And right, it right. sounds very natural. And there, you know, because there's a couple of, a lo- actually a lot of the record where I had to kind of hold back. You had to tame even it. in the future. I had to thing. tame you. Yeah. It's like, or just you're telling me like yeah. you don't have to move as much. Right. Um, so Here All Alone was my favorite to record because I kind of got to go off. Right. And favorite song wise is, uh, yeah, I guess without you. I, it's just taken yeah. me so far, man, I think, yeah. in, in a lot of different ways. And, you know, little things like that, bringing like Red Rose back to life again. And, you know, every year I do celebrate it, but it's really cool to get back with you guys on this like seventh oh, yeah. year. I would love to do a show. <laughs> well, so we did a show last year in Chain Reaction. That's what we did. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. With, right. and, and Tori came and surprised I was, everybody. I was singing you, with the OG with the squad because the My American Heart. We just did that for our ten year. We brought right. like the the OG members, mm-hmm. and it was it's it's just so much different when you're playing it with the people that actually cut the record. No, I feel you. Like looking like when we did the, the MAH stuff, uh, off topic, but like looking at Steven or or something like that. It yeah. would be so different. Like looking at Danny play the parts that he recorded. And, right, right. I think Danny has played. A, have you played like one or two gigs since then after our time together? I feel like you have one or two gigs where like. As a percussionist or drummer, uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't, think, I don't so, think so. Dude. I think you have, but Noah definitely has. I did that one. I think Noah uh, did one didn't, in Temecula. Didn't, I remember. Didn't Danny and I play? It was like pretty recently. I mean, like within a couple of years. Didn't we both play? And then you were also playing no, with Jeremy. I don't think so. <laughs> Wait, no, I think Noah, maybe that you, was Eric. for sure. Noah, you that played the show, the hiatus show. In 2014 yeah. in San yeah. Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really fun. Uh, but mm. that was a Andrew, lot of fun. Andrew, if you have any recollection of Danny playing. No, I haven't played. I haven't had the chance to play with Danny since, since our time so. together. 
It's been. I think you might be thinking time, of bro. the other white drummer. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Eric Kern. Yeah, Eric. Dude, that was crazy because once you left, we were like, dang, we had to replace him. But the criteria is white. That was number one, more so than. <laughs> but the criteria was white. <laughs> uh, no, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking Hawaii was after mm. our time together. Mm. That was the last show. That was the last show that we, that played, we played together. together. Yeah, but that I was think, a great one. I think we already had decided. Damn, this is kind of crazy. No, this is this it's is fine. It's fine. This dude, we're we're way past that. We're we're all yeah. here together. It's so good to talk about the real shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I like mean, you might have that memory too because we played a lot of those shows with Jeremy Passion and Danny started playing drums for Jeremy. That's right. Um so he would be at the shows. He just wouldn't be playing with you. Oh yeah, we played at your farewell. show in SD. Yeah, the farewell at show. the same yeah. show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were there and so right. was Noah yep. and Andrew. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. You know, I, I do want to bring up uh, the Southeast Asia tour briefly. You know, we had the release show, obviously, June 7th. That was in San Diego at The Loft, UCSD. Mm. So San Diego is a big, big, means a lot oh, to me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Got the record there. Uh, there's a significance to June 7th, which I'll bring up in later podcasts as well. That has to do with San Diego as well. But we toured together in Southeast Asia. Uh, me, Danny, uh, Andrew, and Noah. And it was kind of crazy. Do you guys have any specific <laughs> funny or Scary moments, memories about touring Red Roses. It was a blast, really. I mean, it was the first time I'd ever been to Asia, and just traveling was extremely fun. I don't know. The first thing that comes to mind is how horrible some personal things were going on with me right when we got there. Uh, But then (laughs) the second thing that comes to mind is, uh, I don't know, all all the people we met in each city we were in, it was crazy, like being in front of hundreds of people in a country we had never been in and everybody knowing the lyrics to all your songs, AJ, which is wild, like really crazy. And I remember you having uh, a song during every set. We would play your song. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That was Uh, really cool. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. Because I had done... um, Lead singer Noah Barfield. I had done an EP with Jesse. A couple months before that, I guess. that The summer before that. That's right. Yeah, we brought copies of that. Let it be love. Yeah, that was awesome. I've played with a lot of fun. I've played with a lot of artists like since then as a bass player. And I mean, this was something different, obviously, because we were a band. But it was pretty awesome how you did that for me specifically, AJ. So that was awesome. I I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. It was good times. Yeah, it was uh, very good. I cool. remember the, uh, the biggest thing for me and it was the Philippines when everyone rushed to stage. Remember that? Yes. Oh, oh God. That was crazy. And, well, luckily, Danny yeah. had a barricade. He has drums. He could like <laughs> hit him with sticks if he wanted to. No, they came drum. behind the drums. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then I remember Noah. Yeah. And Andrew just getting. Oh, my gosh. That was scary because there was one security guard in the whole venue. <laughs> <Yeah>. One dude. <laughs> The scary part for me was that somebody was holding onto my arm and we were playing. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to play this song. <laughs> Can't play this song. And back then, Jesse, the encore was I Just Want You. Oh, yeah. And Showstopper. Like, oh, yes. it wasn't even Red Roses stuff. Andrew, you got any specific memories from that Southeast Asia? Oh, so many. Real quick, when the fans rushed the stage, I just remember being super worried that they were going to step all over the pedal board and mess up whatever we were playing or like break something, you know, because there's a lot of sensitive equipment. But. <laughs> in terms of memories, oh, so many. I remember uh, in Jakarta trying cow brain with with Danny. We were all together, but Danny and I uh, oh, mustered yeah. up the crew. I was, cow brain. I was not cow there, brain? unfortunately, which is a huge disappointment for me. No, wait, well, you a, weren't you weren't eating on with a this? call. Oh, he was on a call. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go on, Andrew. <laughs> you <could> drama. <laughs> Who are you talking to? <laughs> go on, Andrew. Um, I remember that. I also remember. 
I remember all four of us doing a band bonding moment eating balut in the Philippines. Yes. Which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. by far the most crazy eating experience I've ever had. That yes. was crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, um, nobody told us to put salt and vinegar on, which is, I believe, the way people eat it, right? Vinegar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we just ate it plain. It was not great. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that sounds- <laughs> yeah, there's a video of it somewhere. And a less fun memory. I remember the Singapore show being very dramatic. Really? I don't remember that. Dramatic in what way? Do you don't remember that long ass meeting we had after the show about uh like? Jake oh Rice and stuff? my God! We so okay. First of all, I'm grateful to these people, but we had some promoters that at least it felt to us at the time that they were just kind of trying to take advantage of the fans. Mm. Some of these tickets were like a hundred bucks, oh you know, goodness. and like we were oh, like wow. in you know these countries that. I mean, the, they don't have a lot of money. They don't have that kind of money, I feel yeah. like. And we were like internet people. That's what it felt like to me at the time. And I, I kind of remember yelling at them one time because… I do remember that. I don't even know why, Andrew. But yeah, it would, there was some drama at the Singapore show where we had a meeting. And yeah, I think we all cared too much. Did it have something that. to do with them trying to limit like the fan interaction afterwards? And, like, yeah, the meet and greet maybe? Cut off the meet and greet. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And where we just wanted to like just yeah, stay just there and like keep talking to people keep, or yeah. something. So that was dramatic. Yeah, I do remember that. What about you, Danny? You got anything? Yeah, just I mean the whole tour was a great experience. It was awesome. We started and ended in Manila, if I remember correctly, right? Like uh, we yeah, flew we flew to flew Manila there, first. And then we had our last shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. And then yeah, Singapore was awesome. For me, it was great to reconnect with some old friends there and yeah it was just just awesome meeting everyone each place we went each show had a different vibe and like character and yeah the food everywhere eating the crazy things yeah (laughs) curry cow brains they had like fried cow lung that was in jakarta yeah and then like (laughs) it was some gnarly stuff but um i did uh i ate a little bit i I remember being at that table Wait, Noah wasn't yeah. there. Wasn't yeah. there. Sucks. Where were you, Noah? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> it sucks. Missed out, man. Um, also, I remember in Manila, we kind of party a lot. Uh, There's this club called Seven Pie, <laughs> which you know I, I bring up to this day to my friends out there. At the fort, we all would party. Yeah, because we had like yeah. an extra 10 days after, right? Yeah, yeah. When we, we chilled were hanging there. in the Philippines. I remember, Jess, dude, this is the worst decision I think I've made. Oh, no. I was just, well, it's not that bad. It's just okay. like. As far as partying? No, well, we're on a roll. And we're doing these shows and we spend an extra couple of days and we're meant to go to Australia to play three shows. Okay. That right. to me at that time, um, they were half sold, which was like 400, 500 people, which is a ton. I would die to play for 400, 500 people right now in, in another country, right? Yeah. Um, but when I heard, you know, it wasn't selling as well or whatever, I remember telling uh, the band this in our little condo in Green Hills. And I was like, hey guys, I think we should stay here. And most of it, in, in Manila and canceled the Australia shows. What? And a lot of it kind of had to do with me kind of being selfish in a way because we were having such a good time, bro. You didn't like, want to leave. I didn't want it to end. I have specific memories with each of these guys on like, you know, how we're enjoying the Philippines so much. And I remember yeah. Noah actually being the only one to be like, AJ, yeah. I'm not sure we should do that. We have to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got to leave. But we, we end up canceling the shows and um, we didn't go to Australia for that trip. And my next wow. show after that, which was only with Danny and Andrew, did it was not as great. It was in Manila. Uh, the next shows that we played in Australia after oh. that. When we did go to Australia. When we did. When and you I came felt back. like oh, it did man. have to do with us canceling those shows because I don't think a lot of them got refunds and stuff. Like, oh my 
it was just like kind of shady promoters too. And like we should have just played that damn show. And I'll always remember Noah specifically telling me. Because may- maybe because you were on the calls, you were kind of seeing it the outside perspective. Me, Andrew, and Danny maybe were having, living like, in the moment, living in the having moment. the we're best like, times. We want to stay in Manila. <laughs> yeah, um, maybe so. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I still want, would have liked to have gone to the Australia shows. I remember but. having a conversation with just me and Danny. Actually, <laughs> this is interesting. Me and Danny being like, oh. "Man, it's half solo. That's it would be such thinking." I remember thinking and talking with Danny that it would still be. We felt like it would yeah. be good to go. Still. That's what I remember, yeah. but just like ultimately whatever happens, I know. AJ was feeling it, dude. Okay, this brings yeah. me to another thing I wanted to bring up today with Ben. Deep breath. That, <laughs> I feel like this is going to be a big thing. I think that there was a lot of things that I did um, in the moment, like you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Um, but also selfishly in a way. Yeah. But also I think from being just like new to it all. Yeah. And it was like… And young, man. You know, when we are all together and it's, uh, you know, it was like us four and, and Jesse and stuff too. It's like, man, you kind of think that that's going to last forever, you know? Yeah. Like the four brothers. Yeah, absolutely, man. And… um, <laughs> <can't believe> <laughs> <laughs> It's okay, man. And um, Friendship's it was just… Every time someone had left the band or or if we had a disagreement and, and it, and it yeah, ended yeah, up, yeah. you know, that uh, we don't agree on some things and… It like really hurt, you know, because because I grew up having like boys like like oh. RB, you guys know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like grew up having like these really strong friendships that last a long time. And obviously it was more than just it was a business too. And it was music. And uh I mean I I guess I, I just wanted to say I mean Andrew still plays for me, but um We'll see for how long though. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Andrew. And, uh, way, way to ruin a moment. No, I just wanna say that if in any way that I was a bigger part of you guys leaving the band than than whatever the obvious reasons were that I I'm sorry for just like a, ways that I handled a lot of things and I there's a lot of pressure even on me now just to like carry my own career but like yeah. I felt so much pressure wanting to like provide for you guys too I remember you that. know and yeah. like I had so many one-on-one talks with Jesse like dude I don't know how I'm gonna afford to like Keep paying these guys like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like taking care of them because if this is all they want to do is to be with me. And I remember even like making royalties off this album is not as much as people probably think. Like I remember Noah with uh, your girlfriend back in the day when the album was releasing, release night. Yeah. She literally said to Noah, oh my God, can we get a house or can we get a dog now? Like just these questions because we saw it going to like number three. Remember that Noah? Yeah. Yeah. It was just like one of those things where it was like the perception of it was we made it. We're charting. We are charting. Yeah. We are making a ton of money now. Yeah. CDs and Best Buy. CDs CDs and Best Buy. Yeah. That I think was the wrong perception. Facade. Yeah. It was a facade. It was just like we're charting but look we're not actually… We're not Far East Movement at the time. We're not like Bruno Mars, you know? We were trying to be though. Yeah, for sure. And I think we did a lot. And like, we did it. I mean, y'all, I saw the album cover recently, man. Like, we like made a really legendary album to yeah. at least our, the community and stuff. So I just wanted to say that to you guys because I, I think I was maybe naive to think that we would be together as a band forever. And I, I am fortunate to have like the kind of constant thing with Andrew. But like uh, thinking about it now, it's like, Dude, not every band does that. I mean, look at yeah. My American Heart. And mm-hmm. and I was trying so hard to make it a band even though 
you know, it was, it was like Raphael. my songs and I, I was trying to be in control of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to say that to you guys. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Just, love, well, I mean, I, I appreciate the years that we played together so much. I mean, first of all, it got me to move to California, which was a great decision <laughs> in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so happy I did that. And it was because of you, AJ. I mean, we like, I remember we went out to eat. I don't know if it was in California or in Boston, but you were basically just like, I don't know. You gave me all the reasons to move to LA instead of New York because I was going to move to New York. I remember that. And it was yeah, such that. a good decision. I feel obviously my life would have been completely different if I moved to New York. And I'm, you know, happy. <laughs> and you met your wife I, in LA. I, Exactly. And exactly. I'm happy, happy enough that I, with <laughs> yeah. my life at the moment. So, but yeah, no, I mean, it had nothing to do with, I don't know. I think we all just have musical aspirations and they're not, all exactly the same i think that's all it really came down to you know and it's hard to have one same goal between four guys and i don't know it's just i think that's just why bands are really hard to keep alive for a long time Um, yeah totally and it was just such a great era yeah and man so many great memories made friendships made too. friendships yes like real friendships and actually i didn't i didn't even mention before we started playing together, like I knew about you for a while and I had been following your music, AJ. And like I was a fan before we even started playing together. And so like the way that things got aligned for us to play together was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Like through mutual friends and stuff. And then I remember I remember you asking me like, hey, are you free to play a show in Virginia? in like two weeks and I was like GMU um let me check my schedule and I'll get back to you I was like yeah (laughs) but you were free the whole time you met uh, Brittany through AJ right Uh, yeah I met my girlfriend shows yeah we we played down in Oahu and that's what eight years years strong now yeah yeah damn yeah it's crazy I mean we started dating a couple years after that but yeah we met eight years ago Wow. And uh, yeah, bro, just nothing but love, man. It was such oh, yeah. a great experience. And yeah, that's, you know, life just kind of like has an ebb and flow to it. And I'm just stoked that we can hang right now. And just it's about you know, the journey, yeah. guys. Reminisce and everything. Yep. <laughs> I also want to add that because Jesse's here too, but I don't know, through this album, through Red Roses, is also like where we all got to know Jesse so well. And that was because of you, AJ. And I feel like True. we all have our own individual relationships with just Jesse as a producer and as a musician. And like, I don't know, I feel like it opened the door for all of us musically so much. And I don't know, we all got to do a lot of cool stuff Mm -hmm. from this and because of this. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely gotten me a few more gigs. That's for sure. (laughs) There's so many people there. To this day, there are so many clients that come in here. It's crazy. Like, wow, this is where, this is the mic that you guys did Red Roses on. That's incredible. (laughs) I mean, because after that record, Jeremy, Jeremy Passion, he hit me up yeah. and when I got that call and he was like, I've produced everything on my own. But after hearing what you do with AJ, like I need to do. And we did 16 songs together. Like Crazy. Jeremy had never worked with another producer. But just, yeah, the opportunities mm-hmm. that this record and our relationship has done for me yeah. and, and, and gotten, gotten me. Yeah. The landmark record. It's a landmark it record is. for sure. I always come back to it. It's definitely a Jesse Barrera, JBK staple. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those that's just like, I have that under my belt. It's always been yeah. a thing. And dude, it still sounds great, man. You you play it back. <laughs> yeah. And you're, I was listening you're, on the drive over yeah. today. <laughs> still holds up, dude. Yeah. <laughs> still holds up, man. 
well, I guess another quick take is, is there anything you would do differently? Like for you, production wise, maybe yeah. for us, like instrumentation That's wise crazy. or whatever, maybe some things that we wish um, we kind of spoke up about. Okay. Things like Ooh, that. Um, juicy question. Okay. This mm. is good. See, this is good. This is the stuff I love talking about. One thing for me, for sure, when I, when I listen to the record, the vocals are just so fucking hot. <laughs> They're just so <laughs> loud. But then again, it's like we mixed for like the YouTube crowd. There's uh, especially like with Filipinos, like when they hear certain records, they're always like we need to hear more vocals. <laughs> we need more vocals. And it's like and the vocals and the, and the vocals will be like insanely loud, but but Filipinos will still be like, yeah, still not loud. I enough. remember you telling me this story <laughs> when you were recording yours. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a thing I think um if we were to cut the record today, I'd definitely bring the vocals down. I went pretty hard on the tuning. Um, when I started producing, I was kind of um, just a perfectionist. I wanted everything. Like, all the drums were gridded. Um, all the vocals were, like, maxed out Melodyne. And, yeah, through the years, I got a lot of a lot of flack almost. I was that guy that kind of, like, overdid the Melodyne. Um, I was good at it. I think that's why I kept on doing it. Um, but in retrospect, I'd probably, like, ease off just the vocal production, the tuning, and, and how loud the vocals were. Yeah. But everything else, music musicality-wise, man... Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's solid. It's a solid record. To note on that though, I remember without you being tuned in, I remember not being super stoked the first time I heard it. <laughs> Which like, one was that's you, man? Without you, just the vocals. <laughs> but Tori was there when we listened to it at the beginning. She's like, "Yo, that's awesome." Yeah, it's like one of those things where like you can't really tell. You can't tell. I guess from the outside, but me and you, if we think about it, we're like, "Yeah, we mellowed on that kind of hard." Right. Uh, and then also to to note on your other thing about drums, I remember that when you were first recording, we used triggers. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, and we we loaded like a Paramore kit or something. And I I remember Danny. I think maybe you didn't speak up as much as you wanted to, but you're yeah. saying like I don't know if we should use triggers. Oh yeah, like to replace. That's a pretty standard the thing, production thing. Um, back in the day, but <laughs> yeah. like no, it was just like a an argument. You know what That's I mean? That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it uh, wasn't like a yeah. funk fusion record, so right. it was definitely a pop rock record. Mm -hmm. Um, pop and that's why I decided to go with with uh, making yeah. the drum sound totally like that. Well, uh, what about you, Danny? Anything you wish you did differently? Um, the first thing that comes to mind was just that I loved the first version of Mess We Made. That <laughs> Me we did too. In the studio <laughs> that's Me too. I, I will raise my no hand on that one for it. sure. With the band? Yeah, Absolutely. That was yeah. fun. Absolutely. Yeah, but I love the broken down version that was on the record, like the record version. But um, that would be cool to hear. I would love to some, hear that. At some point. But um, yeah, as far as doing things differently, just. Man, we were we were all just really learning. At least yeah. that's the way that I felt. Mm -hmm. It was really a crash course on just uh, no pun intended. Crash. Ah, oh, drummer joke. See what you did there. Drummer joke. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just learning how to work in the studio, and it's it's really challenging. You know, the process of just looking at everything through a microscope, and like having an opinion or a feeling but really factoring it into the overall picture and like early on in the process i remember i was thinking like i know drums well and like this is my specialty so like trying to have more of an opinion rather than through through the process of working together and especially that record like by the end of it i feel like we got like a workflow going of just like hey what about this or like hey i have a couple ideas let's see what you think and then 
just hearing like from AJ or Jesse, like, okay, yeah, that one. Like, let's stick with that. Danny's thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing well, with Danny <laughs> though, Danny would pitch maybe twenty ideas, I, twenty I different was, ideas yeah. per song. I was and trying me to and get AJ would look at each other and be like, 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 the last one was good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the first one was pretty good. Yeah, man. I'd be <laughs> like, like okay, so oh, here's five options. Like, here's tell me what you guys more. think. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, there's some me. variations. And Danny's we could Danny's try. most famous quote is, "I don't know. That could be cool. That could be cool. Yeah, I hate it. I would hate it when he would say that. But it it took a lot of effort for me just being able to be trusting because it's hard for it it's really hard for me still yeah, to this day yeah. separating like being behind the kit and trying things right. versus being able to step away and yeah. hear them so um so so in. being trusting of yeah. of hearing on the other side in the moment and yeah we've developed yeah. that over time yeah so. i love it uh yeah. andrew what about you man anything you wish you could have done differently well i on the other end of the spectrum am very trusting because i played like only 60 percent of the album <laughs> I'm just kidding. I probably played a little True. more than that, but um, like I'd probably show up more. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had more time in the studio for sure. I mean, as, given the fact that I was a student, I mean, I don't know if there was a way that could have happened. But uh, other than that, other than the fact that I was only able to record all my stuff in such a short amount of time, not really. I think there are <laughs> things that could I help you. Speak your mind, I, Andrew. Let me, can you assholes let me open, think? Open up, baby. <laughs> No, now that we've played these songs for, I like, I played these songs for, God, seven years. Some of them even longer. And there are things that I, I do live now that have just kind of organically come out from playing yeah. so much that, I mean, I think specifically without you, there's parts that I do live that, you know, yeah, it would be nice to go back and kind of add a little... A little yeah. salt and pepper, a little a little cayenne into that mix. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Some seasonings. I feel mm-hmm. you. What about you, Noah? Uh, no, I mean, bass is you know. <laughs> <laughs> bass is bass. It's gonna be bass. No, I, it's gonna be bass. Yeah. No, I, I I feel like I'm a much better bass player, or I felt like I got to be a much better bass player after that record. So I'm sure there were. I probably could have just played it all better to me, but. As far as bass goes, it, it sounds good to me. Sounds great. <laughs> sounds yeah. good, yeah. And I mean, I, specifically yeah. gear-wise, I... Yeah, actually, it was the Southeast Asia tour. I took all of the money I made from that and bought the bass that's hanging behind me. So I wish I had that bass. <laughs> the 60s to, uh, I know. I wish I had that, that bass to record. amazing Because I remember I... Yeah, I used that one for the first time on Melissa Polinar's record. And I was like, damn, I wish I had this bass for AJ's record. Uh, but yeah. other than that, nice I mean, one. sounds good. Yeah. I, c- I could have taken a little more time to learn how to play. Ukulele. I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's all yeah. good. It's still, that's a staple within like ukulele songs, you know, Dude, when you look at yeah. right. tabs and stuff. Yeah. It's like up there. So you're doing like a new, a uh, new app thing. Yeah. Right? I'm doing, and so, so oh, yeah. actually Noah did the very, very first ukulele tutorial for the intro to We Could Happen cool, on right. his YouTube channel. That's right. Um, there you go. So now mm. I have fast forward eight years later. Seven years later, I have an app called Learn Ukulele, and it's just something that, free? like, I know that it's free. Yeah, and Andrew just did an updated version of that same thing in the same setting. I asked him to do that, so he kind of oh, he took right. your spot right wow. there. No, no, I did oh, it way nice. better than you too. Burn. I bet you did. Yeah. Oh, why didn't you do it back then? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I didn't did. write the part. So I bet you I'm did. totally oh, just yeah. joking. Well, again, I was trying to copy right, the right. melody and didn't work. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he, Noah <laughs> accidentally wrote that part. Yeah. I mean, dude, we could obviously go on for hours, hours. and hours, but yeah. like, you know, kind of got to wrap up this first episode. Um, this is the first of seven that are coming out for. Dang. Yeah, you'd, I know, so kind of crazy. So, far, so we're right? doing one. Uh, we recorded one with Tori Kelly that 
will be up in the next couple of weeks as well. Um, and and me and Jesse will be diving deeper into yeah. kind of the production and stuff. And I'd love to have you guys back on at some point yeah. Uh, yeah. within some of these episodes. Noah, uh, yeah. Andrew, and Danny. Totally. That'd be awesome. And be um, cool. More the merrier, dude. It's been fun. I love the circle. I, know. I love just bouncing off of each other. It's, yeah. it's always fun. So good it to catch fun. up yeah. with you guys, especially Danny and yeah. Noah. Definitely. I know. Yeah. down. Let's hang. Okay. Well, is there anything else y'all want to kind of say? Updates slash shout outs to anybody here? Whatever. I just want to say that I'm very excited for the new AJ Raphael <laughs> chapter. I know we're here. We're, you know, we're reminiscing on the past, but uh, AJ's in the studio right now. So I'm going to force him to stay and work on some <laughs> new stuff. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Stay tuned. We'll see now that you're stay in LA. Stay tuned. Yeah. Still the same distance from you. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys like Red Roses 1, you guys are going to love Red Roses 2. It's going to be sick. Exactly. And Andrew might be here for this. I will we'll be here for this. Yeah. I bet. Wait, Noah. Funny, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've been writing Red Roses movie for like the last however many years. <laughs> Literally. It's like a five-year process. I finally yeah. got the script done. But yeah, I was just thinking of how much TV work you've done as a bassist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Glee. Glee. Yeah, Glee. That's right. I did, that uh, was cool. I did about three seasons of Glee. So I, if you need somebody to mime yeah, playing awesome. bass, I'm great at that now. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a, you need a fake bass player, Noah's your guy. <laughs> I'm a great fake bass player, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, any updates from you guys? Anything you want to say to close out the program? Uh, no, I mean, updates, I'm just going to raise my son and release my album. Uh, <laughs> check out the so, hues. That's all the I have. Hues. Those are huge. Are you kidding? Those are yeah. huge yeah. updates. <laughs> I'm going to raise my son. I'm going to raise my son. I'm going to parent. I had, I had, it was kind of a race. It was funny because this record, I've been doing it for like about a year and it's almost done. And we were sort of racing to see if it would get finished before our son was born. But he was born three weeks early. So he won the race. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Amazing. Good luck with that, brother. If this is Fast and Furious, he hit the nitrous yeah. button and got there early. That's right. And he <laughs> got there. Yes. And and Danny, before you bounce, you're playing drums right now for Tim yeah, Atlas Tim as Atlas. well. Oh yeah. Killing it. Oh, yeah. yeah, we Come have check a us tour out on coming tour. up. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse and I are playing together in Tim's band and it's gonna be a lot of fun doing an East Coast tour. I'm gonna so see you guys at the Independent in SF. Nice. It starts, oh, in SF. It starts yeah. June seventeenth awesome. um in San Francisco. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Um we're we're hitting Chicago, New York, Boston, uh Philly and la as well so check it out check us out it's a fun set and andrew me and andrew run a nba podcast that he said in the beginning so we like see each other every week (laughs) on skype um (laughs) and with arby as well so it's just a bunch of bantering and and a high voice arguing with a low voice i've yet to hear an episode but i'll check it out (laughs) yeah a high voice battling a (laughs) a low voice Uh, yeah which is arby and then i'm mediating you know i got the mids going on i'm like all right guys (laughs) come on yo arby's the high voice I've got that cutty mid mid voice, mid heavy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for joining. Noah, Andrew, Danny, endless love for y'all. Uh, Jesse, we might be in the studio soon. Yes. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. Appreci- appreciate appreciate it. it. Seven years, can you believe? Love Seven it. years since that day we played that show. We at need the to start lock. planning t- wow. at the ten year, like now, because we need to have a we need to do something huge for the ten. Yeah, right. Like, Let's do it. I'll be there. Yeah, let's keep it chill for eight and nine. I was like, no, let's keep no, it for eight no nine. doubt. You're there. I'll How old there. is your son going to be? He'll be three. He's going to be three. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, that's oh, perfect. Yes. You're going to be able to travel for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Who knows? Me, start, you might have start kids teaching by him. then. Oh, I'm going to start growing a beard by, for, oh. for that. You're going to start teaching him bass? <laughs> oh, bass? Uh, can you teach him that ukulele part? Oh, yeah. Teach him the ukulele so I'll he can come in and be the protege. I don't know what he'll play. Hopefully, hopefully, 
Give him a shaker. Start with piano. You know. Mic him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully he'll be like a scientist and not be a musician. So. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He'll be a musician. Beautiful. All right, guys. Awesome. Love you, Adrian. Love you guys. Thank you for doing Love this. You Love you too. Bye, guys. All right. Love you too, bro. Talk to you soon.